This is What Goddesses Watch, a film and TV podcast that takes a divinely badass dive into the feminine on screen. With me, Soma Ghosh, film critic and editor of the Demoted Goddess magazine. And this is a Watch Instead quick edition. Yes, it's our very own WI, our Women's Institute of watching films that are made by women, starring women, with stories that are led by women. And by that, of course, I mean women with an X, including our trans and non-cis sisters. Wherever you are, whoever you're being, you can sit back and stream these films at home now. So I have for you a quick little winter waltz through three uncanny, tragic stories with a whiff of Eros. Preparations to be together for an unknown period, Wildland and Passing. And they're all films by first-time directors and writers, or uh, writers and directors in the early stages of their career. So it's really interesting to watch these emerging artists right now. I'm going to start with Wildland. That's... um, written in Finnish by Inge Topso from uh, Jeanette Nordel's idea and it is directed by Jeanette Nordel Um, and it's a kind of it totally flips your classic mob film in that it there's a spider and fly story of a young supposedly innocent uh, girl who loses her mother in a car crash and is flung into the home of her estranged aunt in suburbia across the fields from town, um, where she is familiar with their debt-collecting criminal activity. So we have Sidse Babette Kudsen in a fantastic performance as this matriarch, very much shades of Carmela Soprano and Sandra Goldberg-Camp as Ida, her niece. And I think the film's strength is its deeply domestic setting. They live all together, Ida and her cousins, three brothers and their mother across the fields from town. And in this extended family home, there are family breakfasts. Um, there's uh, a baby there's computer games and toking spliffs in the basement and there's casual sexual abuse uh, a threat that's lurking uh, from these from these brothers and it's a really understated and delicate probing of interiors in terms of corridors and lonely bedrooms um the 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 fancily set formal table um, some viewers might find the whole film in fact uh boring or half baked but for me i found these relations that tense and squeeze until a debt collection goes wrong and ida is caught in a trap totally gripping and the ambiguity of what this uh, motherless parentless child um does when she finds herself in this trap is a tremendous uh, yet viciously quiet look at the normalising of evil. The bleakness of Ida's fate, certainly for me, reflects the bleakness of patriarchal family ties, even though squatting over all this is this 
gorgeously blue-eyed, warm, um, kissing on the mouth, massaging her boy's heads, mother. Um, and the, the latent queerness of, of Ida, which is briefly expressed in her closeness to one of the girlfriends of, of the brothers, whom she warns against stepping into this uh, this trap hints at the impossible liberation from this kind of family setup of uh, deep tribal belonging where if you're outside the family you're nowhere at all. It's a slow burn yet sparely executed, swiftly stabbed um, thrill and uh, that leads me to preparations to be together for an unknown period of time by Lily Horvat. It's Horvat's second feature and really masterful for that. In Hungarian, a psychological thriller, a damp, cold romance. Um, it might bring to mind Kislowski's Blue, Hitchcock's Vertigo, an affair to remember where, with, the, um, with the premise of two lovers who agree to meet on a particular date in a year but it is magnificently austerely its own wiser um, unflinching self looking at obsession it's played out by Natasha Stork as Marta she plays a brilliant neurosurgeon who's left crumbling post-communist Hungary for a glittering career in New Jersey at a conference she meets or, or does she um, another Hungarian neurosurgeon, Janos, played by Victor Bodo, and they agree to meet at Liberty Bridge, uh, the, bridge that the bridge that divides Budapest. And so Marta gives up her job and life to follow the one. She has this intuitive feeling that this is the right thing to do. But when she shows up, he fails to turn up at the bridge and when she confronts him, she tracks him down to his hospital. He denies knowing her and then proceeds to ghost her as she moves into the town, also moves into the hospital and uh, stalks him, trying to prove that what they had is real. We start to doubt her story to the point of even doubting Janos's existence until it's physically proven, by which point I was incredibly angry with this man. He just seemed to sort of personify the the classic um, elusive, um, fraudulent, sort of vampiric lover, you know, the kind of person who meets you one night, opens, opens themselves up to you, uh, appears to uh, fuse in, in, in deep, profound intimacy and then just buggers off. Um, and, and, and that dislocation is something that Horvath and her two leads play to the max. So in the film, we have the divided self the divided brain, um, the as 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 the the two of them do their surgery, the bridge that divides the city, and the two of them as they watch each other are divided by glass, whether of uh, grand fantasiecle Hungarian windows, um, computer screens, and by sound. As Janos is a, a massive music nerd who um, 
spends his weekends perfecting his pursuit of the right turntable and speaker combo. And so the film really questions the madness of ordinary love uh, because it, it, it is it is all staked out in um, the aesthetics of uh, of really dusty um, urban realism um, is 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 love even real love is it just the amplification of uh, an inkling a hunch that you have that could be true or could be a, a, a total disaster and, and that uncertainty is left swinging over the end of the film. Uh, Bodo himself perfects a warm, fleshy, erudite inscrutability that just makes him eminently touchable and out of reach. And Stork, carefully made up, talking to her therapist, wearing her pantyhose, being the correct neurosurgeon, despite the fact that she now has to work in a crumbling hospital where she needs to bring her own uh, toilet roll, is a uh, is a figure of pragmatic, geeky, slightly creepy romance as she pours through the internet, finding um, YouTube videos of her beloved or the object of her obsession from. Um, the time that he was uh, a child and this would be my my strongest recommendation of the three but the um, the theme of obsession and um, trying to try to peer under the surface it comes to the fore with passing the directorial and writing debut by actor Rebecca Hall herself partly of, of African-American blood um, it's a story about Irene and Claire, two black childhood friends who encounter each other again in 1920s Prohibition New York and the obsession between them that um, threatens to, to undo the lives which they have created. Tessa Thompson as Irene, the woman who says that she's satisfied to be black and wedded to her black doctor husband with her two kids, is all the way through um, taught deep um, saying her words with a just under the surface tension and panic that suggests that um, her perfect life is not um, not not all that it seems while Ruth Negger as Claire is a, a much more obvious character um, reminiscent a sort of a sort of big um, big vampy, um, gorgeous, love me, love me, um, amoral, uh, statedly amoral character, somewhat like Scarlett O'Hara from um, Gone with the Wind. The film itself is black and white and exquisite, scored by trickling jazz that prefigures a climactic tumble. But there is a um, there is a love of the 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 mid shot. Um, static portrait and the film for me played rather like a filmed play there were shades of Ma Rainey's um, bottom um, Rebecca Hall is of course the daughter of Peter Hall so grew up around the the theatre and one of the weaknesses for for me was the the way that everybody said their lines at a similar pace that 
the, the, the script itself didn't differentiate powerfully enough between the characters. So it all sounded like it was coming from one voice. But it is an achievement in the way it, it, um, it sets forth this repressed danger beneath exquisite period architecture, cut crystal, silver booze flasks and lace. And the danger comes in and out of the story as we hear of black men being lynched. The danger is there in the passing by Claire, who's, who's married a wealthy white racist. And it's suggested, but nothing is really done with it, in the latent lesbian attraction between the two women too. But everything is either played to the fore or completely unsaid. Um, so I really wanted to know what a bit more about, or see a bit more about their attraction, um, which Tessa Thompson and, and Ruth Negger do a, a great deal of suggesting, just with the way that they look, look with the way that they look at each other, and um, sort of holding each other's physical presence. And the the, the two of them together um, certainly have this arresting chemistry. Although ultimately, I felt that Negger's performance was a, a bit one note. Um, she was this, as I say, sort of the kind of classic exotic. Uh, untrustworthy serpent you never quite knew where she was coming from so the script was then forced to give her uh, ex explicit um, tellings of her motives which was which was a, a bit uh, unsatisfying um, however I did also uh, really appreciate and love the presentation of uh, these um, literate middle-class educated handsome black families who are often uh, too often not shown and there was um there was also a touch of that earlier in the films of 2021 with the united state versus billy holiday uh, so ultimately for me passing raises more questions in cultivated yet occasionally jarringly explicit whispers than it answers but it was uh it's it's it is a, a treat if you fancy a bit of um, restrained style and anguish and I would certainly be interested in seeing more by Rebecca Hall but with more mess and, and more openness. But it is a powerful chamber piece if a little one note, a uh, one act drama that lingers in the mind. You can watch Passing on Netflix, Wildland on iTunes and BFI player and preparations to be together for an unknown period of time on Google Play, iTunes and Mubi.com. And that's it. That's our early winter's Watch Instead, films by, about and led by women. Catch you at the next one. This has been me, Soma Ghosh, for What Goddesses Watch, which is produced by me and audio produced by Quiva Lavelle, with music by Penelope Traps. <laughs>